fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, what's up everybody? It's Saturday, May 23rd, 2015. This is episode 156 of the Hotbox. My name's Matt. Every week, usually, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Uh, you can watch these shows. Uh, last week, we had a great interview from Allison with Dude, Where's My Ferret? The week before that, we had Mark from Trees.Delivery down in San Francisco. And this week, we have a gentleman by the name of Derek Silverio. I pronounced that correctly. Uh, he's actually local here to Washington, uh, CEO of Lifted Industry, and they have a pretty cool Indiegogo campaign on a uh, a, a take on a new vape. So, Derek, uh, unmute yourself and say what's up, man. Hey, thanks again for having me on. Really appreciate the uh, you know the, the interest and uh, having me come on and share our story. Yeah, awesome. it's good to have you. I actually wasn't even ever that interested in vapes living in Montana. Like, we had an Atmos once, and it, we broke it. Yeah. And it seemed like everyone yeah. we ever got, we were probably, this was when we didn't know what material should be used in which pens and all this. You know, we were all new to the yeah. to the dab game, the, the mobile dab game, if you will. And so, we, you know, they just broke, and it was just easier doing dab dabs, and that was it. But then when I moved here, I saw these things called jujus, and I was like, whoa, you guys figured out how to how to liquefy weed without adding crap to it to get it liquidy. And then, uh, yeah, I came across these things that now you see everyone yep. have, and uh, some people yep. can get these little batteries for like three bucks a piece and some pay 30. So it just depends on how many yep. you get. Uh, and then other people have uh, these little guys with the buttons on them. And, uh, you know, some yeah. of them you can adjust voltages and people don't realize that if you go too hot on one of these cards, you'll burn it out. And then you'll be stuck with material yep. that you don't know how to get out of there. So uh, I am definitely yeah. way, way more interested in the vape game. And then, uh, yeah, you got a hold of me. And uh, tell us about what you guys are doing. It's called The Rise. Yeah, our product um, is called The Rise. And our company is called Lifted Industry, Seattle-based startup. Um, created about a year ago and really kind of shared the same story that you had. Um, you know, just looking at the whole landscape, oil concentrates extracts and especially these pens are kind of a, a little um, localized phenomenon in certain places um, but then when when you do get a hold of them and you realize how convenient and just how easy it is to use I mean you just in most cases like the first one you brought up those little cheap um, you know the the ones you kind of get for three bucks or for free yeah. especially the open vape ones I mean you just you don't even have to do anything you just pull on it hi press the button hi you know medicated Hi, press the button. And it's it's so simple and so easy that I was just drawn to that simplicity and and kind of elegance of medication. And, of not you know. not having to have a torch <laughs> and like trying to set your tent on fire. It was like a novel thing. Yeah. Even the juju, it was it was like, whoa, I can sit in my hotel room and chief on this thing and no one's going to say yeah. shit about it. And like after that, it was like seeing where you could smoke and people like wouldn't say shit because everyone's <laughs> blowing these giant vape clouds with their other shitty shit that's in them. And so no one notices yeah. the guy just taking a, a gentle puff or two off of the, the, the sneaky yeah. ones. I like it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I think it's really just – a continuing uh, kind of wave and trend that's going to be happening where as soon as more states fall, I think when posed with the two options, I think the next generation of, um, you know, recreational users and medication, uh, medicated users are going to want to pick something that's really easy to, and doesn't take a lot, a lot of cleaning, um, doesn't require lighters, doesn't, you, you know, give off a big odor or smell, doesn't have any kind of lasting, lingering um, effects, uh, you know, I think they're going to go towards those easy-to-use extracts, the oil pens, the wax pens. And, yeah, so when I first got into these, I started off with those little guys, and then I kind of worked my way up to the food chain. And then I just got to a point where I was like, you know, is this it? Like, this is this is the best, you know, user experience, the best design, best sort of, 
experience you can get for using a vape pen. Well, and maybe, maybe, maybe not even the best. That's just mimicking what was already out but, there right. following the e-cig right. line. This, this, so once, once it's legal right. everywhere and we can research this stuff, like we're, people are just figuring this out. Not even everyone knows how to get their stuff like into, into this form. It's still being figured yeah. out. And even the labs that are doing it. A lot of people it, don't know about it. Yeah, exactly. And they're still figuring out. So like, it's going to go who knows where, but for now, like this is a really great, I mean, I, I don't want to recommend doing it, but I would assume that you could hop in an airplane bathroom if you had to, if you couldn't wait, you know, assuming I you were... yeah, it's, it works, right? They don't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. We were at, oh, what was it? Oh, no flame. It's not, it's not. Yeah. We were at a movie theater watching the new Avengers movie in this little town right on the beach. And we were like, I brought it in with me and I, there were some people in there and I just, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And you just cover the light up. And I was like, ended up smoking on that thing for a good quarter of the movie and nobody said anything. <laughs> it, it is. It's the best way right now. I, I definitely. And one of the things is like the different sizes and there's, there's the 510, the round ones, and then there's the elip micro ones, which are the oval shaped ones. And like, I just got a care yep. package the other day from uh, our friends at stuffstonerslike.com and it's got a, a 510 one in there, but then it's got a bunch of globes that are the e-clip and I have no e-clip thing. I'm like, what? I need to go get another battery now. So I like, that was one of the things you guys solved. And uh, if you're watching live, hotboxpodcast.com slash live here's kind of a a little diagram from their indiegogo campaign you guys can check that out uh so explain what you guys did yeah. as far as like the engineering you said your background was in engineering yeah it's in um, industrial design primarily right and yeah. uh, industrial design engineering so it's uh my profession basically uh you know we come up with a the form and the function of the product the way that it looks the way that it works um and so we're involved from everything from um, creating the ideas and kind of ushering that product along from sketch to store shelves and everything in between. So manufacturing, mass production, plastics, part design, um, you know, materials, processes, everything. So we shape the products and we kind of are the makers of uh, mass produced everyday objects. Um, and uh, worked a lot in um, the Seattle uh, design industry, working for companies like Fluke, making digital multimeters. Um, doing video game controllers for Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, the Wii, um, the whole line of um, audio and gaming headsets. So my experience has been pretty varied. Um, and I just took that and used that um, and kind of dove headfirst into this new project that I've been thinking about for a while. Again, I've been using these products for, you know, like two years, and I, and I realized, you know, there's a better way around it. There's a better, there's a better way to do this and to have a better experience overall. It's got um, that that look diet, to yeah. it. If yeah. it just by the pictures, like it's got that like tech company startup look. Like it's sleek. It reminds me of like a a gadget. Like you would do five different yeah. things with this, and like a, a med device or something. And then it's like, ah, it's a different vape that can handle pretty much whatever you put in it. That's right. I mean, it's uh, e liquid. Uh, oils, waxes, concentrates, uh, dry herb, and you know we we designed this also to specifically be integrated with the, the one gram five, 10 cartridges. Um, and that's really great because then you can kind of take your cartridge and put it into a, a sports car. You know, you're, you're kind of giving it a boost. You get that variable voltage we offer. You get that 1100 milliamp battery. Um, so you, ver- you, you rarely have to charge it, but if you do want to charge it, we've got a really nice um, weighted charging dock. Um, and so, you really get a lot of flexibility and versatility with our product. Do you say um, 1100 kind of, milliamp? Uh, 1100 milliamp. Yeah. That's the bat. That's pretty much like a cell phone battery. Like that's probably got to last a week on yeah. the low setting or something. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. And so, and you know, it's, we want to bring that convenience and that user experience to the user. I spent a lot of time observing other people, uh, you know, not, you know, including myself, but just, getting into the whole ritual and experience of using this product from the moment you wake up from the moment you, you know, put it down and go to bed. Um, there's all these steps in between all these little kind of problems that you can solve with good design. And I just tried to bring my experience to that. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 we, we don't want it to look like, you know, you're, you're smoking crack, you know, <laughs> right. you know there's a, there's a new, um, 
form language, I think, that can be applied onto It's elegant, products. right? I mean, I don't want to sound like a dumb wine reviewer, but like that's it's an <laughs> elegant looking device and it makes it's for that that like I went into a rec shop here when I first moved here and there were like these newer older couple that was in there and they were asking all the new questions, right? Like they've never smoked weed before and this looks right. like I you can't picture them smoking like a fake looking like a juju kind of looks like just a fake cigarette, right? It like you right. can't I mean it's cool for what they are but this seems like something that demographic is gonna buy and they're gonna be like yeah and them and their friends are gonna be like yeah and we're smoking weed yep. at work now and nobody knows because right this is awesome. right i think you hit it right on the head it's um it's 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 gonna be a product that um doesn't say that you are a certain way and and we give it that that ability by having these covers that can pop on and off and you can customize the whole look you can change the cover. Uh, the battery cover is actually the removable cover, um, so you can take out the battery as well, which is which is interesting too, because that's it really becomes a mini mod. Um, and previously or now, when this when this battery is dead, you throw it away, and it's it's kills the environment. It's a lot of e waste out there. It's totally useless um, and, and and not efficient. And so what we try to do is we try to to kind of be mindful of that. And when the battery is dead, which is going to die at some point, you can replace it. Um, so that's just, you know, one of the other features that really makes this kind of different than your average vape pen. Um, yeah, and we hope you guys like it. Yeah, even like some some of the sillier things like that you guys mentioned in the video that these other ones, you can't <laughs> set them anywhere. And I had to actually buy one of these dumb things on Amazon, yeah. right? Because... Yeah. I'd be doing podcasts here and I'd have my pen leaning up against my monitor and then sure enough, my desk shakes and then it falls and then it's just, it <laughs> rolls and then it's just a whole thing. Like I actually yeah. bought a thing to prevent that, but you guys actually just built that into the design of the device. I can appreciate that as someone that knocks their dumb round ones over all the time. Yeah. They roll off a table. They get damaged, especially if you have a globe. The thing shatters. Oh, yeah. We have um, these new wickless ones uh, we're kind of messing around with, and you can actually pull uh, on yeah. them nicer and not have that burnt wick taste because there's no wick in them. But I'm waiting for the day that this cracks and I have a gram of, of sticky material all over my pocket or wherever. <laughs> we use these snowboarding a lot back in Montana because, like you said earlier, you don't need a lighter. Uh so you're not trying to smoke a bowl on the chairlift. You can just rip on these. But yeah, the second one of these breaks and it's just, it's a mess. So I do, I do also appreciate the protective coating you've, you've built around that. <laughs> yeah. We've got this sort of um, armored protective cap. Um, so that's, that's one of the prototypes be... right there. That's, is that what one uh, the yeah. backers will be receiving or is that still getting changed? It's, it's it's still pre it's very close. It's about ninety percent there. Gotcha. Um, and this is a pretty pretty spot on working sample. Um, battery's not um, fully powered right now, but you can see that it's you know going back to what you said, it's a product that doesn't look like that's cool. It's dangerous or it's you know a robot dick that you're puffing off of. Yeah. You know it's it it's just a simple kind of technology piece, and you know. It's totally completely customizable. Uh, micro USB. Um, again, you're going to have these atomizers that'll just unscrew. This can be for e-liquid. Pop it on for dry herb. Pop it on for oils, waxes. You know. And when you want to use the 510 cartridge, pop off the cap, screw it on to the rise. And then now you've got a kind of a really nice, clean, finished That's awesome. look to your to your to your pen, and you know it's protected as well. I like it. So you guys are making these regardless of the goal or not. I kicked in a little cash because I'm excited to get one. I yeah, thank you. I saw that. Appreciate some that. oils yeah. and some dry herbs um, in them. Yeah, so. I mean, we're we're gonna take the funds that we raise and we're going to use it, um, you know, in the right way. We're going to respect everybody who, who contributed, but, um, in just in the, you know, in the event that we don't make our, our goal, um, we've gotten so much great feedback 
Um, and, you know, like yourself, we've, we, we've heard it from all over the country and around the world um, that we're doing something different and, and doing something cool and something that people want. And, you know, I think the only thing that maybe we would have fallen short on was just getting the word out there um, and, you know, the timing with everything. Um, we're a little slow to roll on the campaign, but everybody's been, been supporting us and, and giving us a lot of love. And, you know, you know we, we appreciate all of that. That's cool. You guys got 12 days left to hit it. Definitely a possibility. All you got to do is get this into the hands of like some tech guy in Silicon Valley. It's going to be like all my friends want these. (laughs) Here's some cash. Get it done. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you know, you'll you'll definitely be one of the first people to have them when we start making our... our, um our beta units to that, test. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and definitely sure. hop on if, if you guys haven't already the, uh, the memorial one, that's the one I did. It gets you all three and you're not going to spend, you know, yeah. a couple hundred bucks. Like it's, it's 79 bucks, three and one, you get that's the dry sale. herbs, the oil, the waxes. So, uh, yeah, that's going to handle everything. You're going to want to smoke out of it. So definitely a good, uh, good starter kit, 79 bucks. Uh, check it out on Indiegogo and we'll have links to it in the show notes at Hotbox podcast. Dot com. Uh, let's talk about some extract stuff. Uh, are, have you been watching like in the news about the whole like solvent free and people blowing themselves up doing their own BHO extractions and like it, it always seems like a really terrible thing. Obviously, when anyone explodes, I mean the movie Visioneers uh, with Zach Galifianakis. We know that people had a, a problem exploding in that movie due to stress and whatnot. Never a good thing. Um, <laughs> I feel like if a lot of people mess around like that, though, they're, it's going to get it's the government's going to come down a lot harder on it because they're like, look, you guys are hurting yourselves and others doing this. They're going to turn it into a bad thing. Um, but it's something yeah. that I feel like everyone, especially even like in the medical side of things. And I mean, states like Washington are about to just go all all recreational and, and that's fine, too. But this solvent free stuff that a lab can produce, like it is medical grade. I mean, you're, you're literally smoking a medicine and that's, that's one of the things you hear the other side always say is that, Oh, smoking is never good. Smoking's never good. Like this is pretty much that answer, right? It's, it's all the cannabinoids. It's not just, uh, you know, THC like Marinol or Sativex or whatever. It's everything. And you're not smoking it. And it's not $800 for a volcano. Uh, the, the nice vape bags, you know. <laughs> yeah, so explain a little bit about this uh, the solvent-free thing. Is, does that mean that you kind of get away from a lot of the hazardous chemicals that have been causing those explosions? It's more of doing it in a way that is completely, like, following a set of protocol. Like, you're not... It's, I guess it's the difference between, you know, someone that's like an amateur cook and then someone that's like a gourmet chef that went to school. Like it is, you, you can't as a normal everyday person go into a factory and know how to operate machines. Like people get trained on that stuff and that's what, just because a couple recipes pop up on the internet and like, you have to understand you're working with flammable explosive material and i know people are smarter than that but it's i don't think a lot of it has to do with smarts it has to do with just muscle memory like they're doing something and what do they do they want to have a smoke so they they hit that lighter and that's you know it's so i i feel like in that in an environment yeah you're using they say solvent free you're using the proper chemicals that you need to get what you're getting, but your process at the end is completely solvent free and it's being tested by GCMS, LCMS, stuff like that. Um, I mean, if you want to get picky, you can say solvents of water. And I know that's the dumb thing. Everyone always are like, well, it's not solvent free because water's a solvent. It's like, okay, asshole. But you know, when it's done in, in a controlled fashion like that, like you are, you're left with something that looks like that. Not, and I've seen some other cartridges in some of these shops and they're, it looks like some oh. waste and, and not like poop, but that's like it. waste after a it's process is finished, the shit that gets thrown out. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah. And so, yeah, there, there definitely needs to be like standards and a set of protocol that you follow to do it right. And to do it, you know, to where it is solvent free. I did want to mention an uh, article over on StuffStonersLike.com. This is kind of historic. Uh, the first time in U.S. history that the Senate has passed some marijuana law reform. And it, it's cool because it has to do with the VA. And that's always something you hear 
uh, at least we did in Montana quite a bit under the medical law, is that if you uh, go to the VA, you know, the veterans clinic there, that they're not going to even bring up marijuana as far as the medical uh, cure potential or anything like that, because federally it's illegal. They're funded federally, this and that. So uh, this is really cool that that's happening. Uh, it was an 18 to 12 vote allows veterans administration doctors to recommend medical marijuana to their patients in states where medical marijuana is legal. Uh, the vote is the first time the U.S. Senate has ever moved marijuana law reform legislation forward. Uh, they say, quote, veterans in medical marijuana states should be treated the same as any other resident and should be able to discuss marijuana with their doctor and use it if it's medically necessary. That's Michael Collins, policy manager for the Drug Policy Alliance. Uh, oh, cool. We got Derek back. Uh, hey, we were just talking about the, the Senate passing their marijuana law reform uh, as far as veterans being able to finally get access. Um, I mentioned, okay. yeah, in Montana, I have uh, some friends that kind of went through that, that they were, they would go to the VA, but their doctors wouldn't do that because federally it's illegal still. It's like, really? Insane. We should be giving our, our veterans and our warriors everything that they need. Anything, period. right? Like at that point, you can, hair, you've earned it. You, you deserve it after that. I mean, it's a Jeez. crazy sacrifice to make. For something, I'm sure the majority of them have no belief in whatsoever. They're just following orders, doing what they're told. You know, it's it's messy for sure. Yeah, totally agree. And there's been a lot of uh, proof that you know it's it's been helped to um, alleviate alleviate uh, symptoms of PTSD, and and it can help with other issues that are tied to their experience there. And and we should be totally allowed. That's that's the big one, definitely. And I mean, we're it's. That disease is coming back because of us, not us, but like us, right? The gov- like yeah. you guys are sick because we sent you into this terrible situation, and that's how humans handle that sort of thing. Um, I I've been following a lot of what Maps does, and as far as the MDMA studies, and they've been having amazing results as well. I feel like you could solve a lot of problems between like two or three solid plant medicines, you know. You could have your MDMA and your your weed, and then every now and again, when you really need to reach out, uh, you have your tryptamines and whatnot, so, uh, mushrooms or DMT, yeah. whatever they need. Um, there's a lot of powerful potential there that is just completely blocked off as far as you know. You're a criminal if you want to mess around with it. But yeah, I know. I've, I've heard of what, Maps, of what Maps is doing too, and it's it's great that um, that work is being done, and I think it's going to take a lot of those different things, like you said, a combination of different, um, uh, of different psychotropics and, and, and psychedelics that, um, can help with some of those things that haven't been, you know, solved right now. And, and I think those things are just now starting to, to show a lot of value. Um, I think maybe we knew about them a long time ago, but just because of the nature. Yeah. Of today's, yeah. It, it yeah. is interesting now watching like a society become mass enlightened as it slowly opens its eyes back up to what it was doing before all of this civilization and, and bullshit happened. It's like, we're remembering there's something yeah. there that's like, Hey, remember how we used to live? Like it was way better than this. Yeah. This is kind of some bullshit you guys have created. Like, let's kind of get back to that. Uh, they say currently, I, I think, that, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think I think something's being unlocked again that we that um, is calling from our our genetic sort of you know beginnings. Uh, I think we're just going to end up back, hopefully, back to a place where um, we didn't have all these things that were causing us um, you know external pain and, and suffering um, with just. All the things like war, like we talked about, and the it does seem a lot of self cause, right? If you look at what the majority of things, I guess you could trace that back to is stress causes it, and then environmental conditions, all of this, like you said, this infighting, this war causing, you know, just not very good living conditions in a large part of the country, bigger than the little bubble we live in here. If you like eliminated that, how how different would it be? And it, it does kind of seem like you're we're getting to that that point where it's going to shift, but I don't think it's going to shift easy. You know, it's because of how long and how, how effed things have gotten. Like it's definitely going to be a lot of tension getting relieved, like a rubber band just. 
But it is yeah. good to see the beginnings well, of this, you know. I, I would have never guessed, being a kid in high school, getting yelled at for smoking weed, yeah. that I would live to see a day where I could, like, move to a state and actually work in that industry. Like, it is kind of cool to see. So. <laughs> it is crazy how fast things can move um, when given the opportunity to. Um, and, and, and and hopefully social media and, and this sort of, you know, next generation – um, are going to usher in even a faster progress um, on all on all sides. Is the technology definitely, and you probably see this. You can see like the growth that has happened in the amount of time, and that's against the hoops that the government makes these businesses jump through. Like if if they made the cell phone companies or the fast food companies. Like you can't be this close to a school and you have to do this and you can't do this and no banks and, you know, like put half of the restrictions that they put on this industry and to see that uh, I saw an article that said there was a potential $50 billion hit in this industry by 2019. And of course, analysts are always overblowing numbers so that things can be let down and, and get them at cheaper prices. But like there is a huge potential there. Every human being has an endocannabinoid system in them. Like not everyone's is yeah. functioning, but they all have them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be exciting. Um, and I think what what you're saying, we it's it's going to have to have regulation. It's going to have to have a bigger structure, and um, it's going to have to have a, a kind of uh, overall matching system throughout the country, not to have it be different from state to state. Um, I think that's where it gets really kind of crazy and confusing. There's a lot of um, misunderstanding and, 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 you know, miseducation about all of that. Um, There just needs to be a blanket sort of statement across the board about this industry. Is that what they were, is that what they're slowly figuring out by letting a couple states do it at first? And now I believe there's four, not all are functioning, but you know, two functioning, two coming online here uh, shortly, all with different models. So you kind of see right. which one works rather than just let let it all be a free-for-all and see who, who can do what, and then we'll all follow that. Because that's you're going to get a lot, probably a lot more black market interplay as, as you are now. Uh, so, yeah I, yeah, I get it. I just wish they would just let it happen, and then we'll let, let the market sort itself out. If your shit sucks and is full of chemicals, then obviously no one's going to buy it. Like, the market will eventually sort itself out. They seem to want to wait and figure out a way to profit as much as they can on that process of it sorting itself out. And then once it's figured yeah. out, profit on that. It's yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you hit it right on the head there. I think you're right. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, Are you they, guys finding it really a pain want, as, they as, really as want a- us to fail? Right. And as a weed business, I mean, do you guys, are you guys having a trouble with your banking or anything? Cause you do other things. You're not just like a weed industry business. So how is that? Has that right. affected you guys at all? Or do you feel that at all? You know, we haven't had any issues with that so far, but um, we haven't had to um, take out a lot of um, loans from any, any institutions. So, um, and we're hardware related. So I'm not sure we definitely would have different, um, expectations and um you know concerns about us than some um some growers and of course um you know manufacturers so probably a different angle for hardware so we haven't had that yet that's that's cool i mean it it sucks that it can't just all be like an open sorted market and i'm sure eventually it will it will get to that point but yeah, yeah. It, it's it's it is definitely interesting watching it happen. Like we've never really, or I haven't ever paid attention to anything that's happened like that in in society as close as I've paid to this. Yeah, it's and it's it's just permeating through every part of the culture, and I think um, you know people are just becoming more open about it. And uh, and, and the good thing is we're just talking about it. Period. Whether it's whether it's good or bad or otherwise. People are starting to open those discussions up at all socioeconomic backgrounds, um, so it's a good thing. And slow progress is is good. I hope you know. I hope we get kind of a a nice steady pace. Um, that way, we can all um, plan and and be strategic about things. Because I think, like I said before, I think there's a lot of people that would like to see the industry fail. Um, so, yeah, a lot of good good progress moving forward. What kind of what kind of weed are you smoking? What what strains are you smoking lately? Like what's what's in your jar? 
Um, right now I've got some... Oh, he's got the jar here. Usually people are just like, oh, they'll throw out a couple names. He's like, no, I got it right here. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I got some Alpha Mint. I got some... This is some Indica. Is it Vaughn, of course? What's that? Alpha Mint? Alpha Mint. Yeah, Alpha Mint GSC. Is it amazing? Um, Sounds amazing. I've been, I've been on the Tetra Labs, um cartridges for a long time but uh, i'm very interested to see um what you would recommend on the cartridge side of things on the oil side of things yeah we'll definitely have to get together and, and talk some some cards i know there, there's a couple companies making some pretty good stuff a lot of it's still kind of needs needs a little help but yeah it's it's uh yeah. it's cool to see like how everyone has their process well i really have been uh getting a kick out of lately is instagram uh, you can go on Instagram and, and follow people and yeah. like, you'll have these fools just completely posting like giant looking dragon ball globes. And it's like, yeah. I can appreciate that. But on the other side, like that, that's a lot of material. And I definitely don't want to be the fool getting a knock on the door. That's like, can we do a check on everything and make sure it's all okay? It's like, it is, but I'd rather not have to deal with that. So, um, I can appreciate yeah. the art, though, of, of wanting to show that, that stuff off. And it is beautiful. I mean, when you see something, like, dark and just, like, it looks like La Brea Tar Pits. Like, you're putting tar into yeah. this, and out is coming, like, this, this shiny gold. It's, it's really pretty. <laughs> well, it's, it's, what's really cool is the science behind it, and I don't pretend to know anything much about it, but I would love to see how all that kind of comes together. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of black magic. It looks like too. And I know it's got their way of doing it's caused a lot of like fighting. And I guess you kind of see that as far as patent wars go in the technology industry, people are like, Oh, you figured something out. Why don't you share it with everyone? It's like, well, we figured this out, but we Mm -hmm. spent like, you know, $2 million figuring it out. So we (laughs) need to make a little money back. And I don't know. I I agree with it in some things, and I disagree with it in others. Like the the silly uh, Android Apple API lawsuit, like that. I feel well, like never should have been a patent grant in the first place. Whereas an API like that is just common. That's how you do that in a language. Like there's no other way to do what you are doing. You can't patent that. But in, in this, I, I kind of see like, yeah, these, some of these groups spent a lot of money to do the, the research to figure out, you know, what they're doing and not all of it worked out. You know, you could spend 50, 60 grand on doing something. And by the time you're all done, you're like, well, fuck, that's not going to work. Well, back to the drawing board. You know, it's it, it's a process. It's like sending people to the moon, I guess. It's not that extravagant, but, yeah. you know, when it, when it works, it is kind of cool. But well, I think, it's, I think it's getting to that point where it's, uh, you know, it's like, it, it's like making wine or, or, or just, you know, having a distillery, making some um, really good vodka or um, craft beer. Friends you know, that brew, do it, right? They are the all like that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I, you know, you, there's this very distinct tastes, and really, you could tell who made what, and people are starting to get really into the process, and I think it's good, and to have um, complete transparency of, of of how you're processing it, but how would you, you know, as a consumer, it's hard to know. Yeah, and um, that's that's what a lot of I think it's up to the not necessarily the labs, but probably a group effort to educate people on this stuff because there's there's a whole different way to to vape it, especially if you're using like if you're taking dabs of that stuff. Um, you've probably you guys have the clear up there. Is that one of the 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 brands like as far as dabs in a shop? What what, what are the brands you guys? You have like pure extracts or the clear? What's yeah. So like if you, um, I, there's a bunch, but I can't. Okay, know, yeah. If you if you take some of that and like the the more like the the brand the clear, if you were to take that and heat up your rig like you would your your darker material, you're gonna heat it way too hot because a lot of that stuff is not yeah. in there, and probably some of those are also being reflavored. So you're gonna burn all those terpenes up at once, which at that hot of a temperature is not a good feeling in your in your throat. But people don't realize that because no one's no one's you know yeah. figured it out. This this is how dabs are. You know this one kind of hurts, but it's awesome, and this one's. 
But yeah, and even with the pens, like you gotta the first thing people do when you hand them one with a button is just like pull on it like they're ripping on a steamroller <laughs> with a ball. You know, they're just going out. You can't do that with certain material because you're gonna you're gonna hurt back your throat with all of these these tastes and flavors. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's definitely there there's a lot of education that needs to happen, but it's so new still too, so yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that really takes off. Uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, and maybe it, it'll take a, a company that's bold enough to sort of set gold standards, um, and everybody can follow, sort of in an Apple way. Uh, we want to be that company. Uh, we want to be that company that um, innovates and that um, not is that's not only going to give you a nice piece of hardware, but hopefully we we want to get into the actual cartridge itself you know i mean those things can be totally redesigned um some of those things it doesn't have to be a thread system i mean i know it is now there's been some people who tried to do the plug-in versions but there's a way to do it better and we want to be able to ones to be the ones to bring that back to you guys that's awesome because there is so much like i i see these and we you know you get them by the box and at least five or six out of every box has the wick like either missing or it's over here. And if you don't catch that, like you, you just fill it up and it goes in like somebody's going to get that one and they're going to be pissed when all that shit gets everywhere. And I mean, if you look at what it is, it's a very, I mean, it's a very simple design. You have your atomizer, you have your little electronics in the bottom of it, and then you have your wick and your fluid. And, Eliminate the wick first and foremost, like the wick, if you're going for taste and everything, and a lot of these, that's like what people are into with it is like, oh, I have all of these different flavors and tastes that are, they're very prominent because that's, you know, they've been made that way. Then you get that wick taste and you're like, well, that just fucking ruined the whole thing. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there's so much that can be done with those. I want to see like a, a, like a big one. I mean, we have like a couple gram ones, but mm. I, I want like a like a big one. You, you like want like orb. yeah, the Magnum version, kind of like a magic <laughs> wand or like a staff with the crystal. Bo- but I want like that, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> I want a vape bong. If you can put like a three thousand milliamp battery in it and a button that you just push, ah, hell yeah! I want it's it like, in the shape it's like of a lava lamp. Yes. Size, uh, yes. size cartridge in the shape of a rise <laughs> though but like that big that's what i want i'll kick in 10 more bucks if i can get that one made <laughs> we should crowdfund that idea that's awesome all right <laughs> wizard style ones <laughs> yes that's awesome did you go to canacon when it was uh up here i think that was like what six months ago or something were you guys no, unfortunately, we weren't able to make that one. Uh, we had a soft launch at Hempfest last year. Oh, nice. Um, we had a booth. Yeah, it was a great ex- first experience. Uh, and so we're hoping, and that's the reason why we pushed forward into this uh, Indiegogo camp- campaign is because of all the great comments and feedback that we got. Um, and then hopefully we'll be at, at Hempfest this year. Um, and we're also making a presence, um, hopefully, in some other vaping trade shows. Um, so, yeah. Trying to be active, get the word out. That's awesome. There's a there's like a whole world of that. We uh, we do another show called the Jam Hole, and uh, they there was this uh, vape competition we were talking about on there where they had like a ruler uh-huh. up on the wall, and it was like who could blow the biggest smoke clouds. I think they were called yeah. like cloud chasers or something. But there's like cloud a whole chasers, yeah. a whole world of people there that should be doing that with weed pens and not that gross PG VG bullshit they're smoking. <laughs> Well, cool. I think Derek. that's just around the corner. It is. It's coming. It's definitely coming. Everyone, the first thought in my head when I like first puffed on one of those was like, "Why isn't everyone doing this?" Like, it's yeah, it's definitely something. That'd be a punch to the face. I thought about doing that too. I mean, you can get those ones that you drip, yeah, on the coils, yeah, on the mods, and that would be an intense. People do that, right? You you see that on Instagram where they heat the rig up and then you take your dab and you just drop it on there and watch it just. So I think the same thing, just electric, right? You just heat those heat those coils up and just like bomb it on there and then just. Oh man, the size (laughs) of a staff. (laughs) Was there anything else you want to mention uh, before we wrap this up? We got links to the Indiegogo campaign, and you guys got a website out there, Instagram and Twitter, and all that fun stuff. Yep, we're all there. A um, couple things. Well, we got the Memorial Day sale, so hop on our, our, our 
Indiegogo page. Check that out. Check out the video. Um, definitely thank you to everybody who's already contributed, like yourself. Um, really appreciate the support. Uh, tell your friends. Spread it on Facebook. Spread it on social. Um, there's also a contest that we, we got going on right now. It's not really a contest. It's actually a giveaway. Um, but if you purchase uh, any one of the, the Rise kits at 79 or above, you're automatically entered to win a free iPad. Um, so, Matt, you're, you're in the drawing. I didn't even know that. I just wanted to try out uh, some some Earls in, in, in this awesome uh, pen. <laughs> but, hey, that's even better. I'm an Android guy, Lobo. so... I'll I'll make a video of like skeet shooting it or something. No, I'm kidding. I'll actually use it. <laughs> and all the Apple fans are like, "Rah!" No, I'm kidding, guys. Calm down. <laughs> Look at your watches and calm or, down. Uh, or a Surface if you want one. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Does that come with a Zoom? <laughs> That's awesome. We definitely yeah, gotta right. get together like in real life and have lunch and uh, trade some earls and some buds and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, thank thank you again for having me on, and I look forward to uh, yeah chatting with you again or being on the show next time, anytime. Awesome, Derek. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. All right, Derek from Rise Industry. Uh, again, we'll have links to show notes in the show notes to all this fun stuff. E liquid oil wax dry herb and the five ten carts. I'm very excited. I, I like I said earlier, I kicked in my my seventy nine, so I'm gonna get the, one of these when they're out. So. Uh, a couple other things I didn't want to mention. A bunch of weed reviews up over on StuffStonersLike.com. I should just show you guys because we have that technology now. We uh, had a chance to review some uh, stuff from a different rec shop, actually, in another town. This place was called Lucid, uh, and they had some pretty interesting stuff. We got a little bit of the the Circa. I like that we're getting... We're getting to the point now where, where we're dating the weed that we're smoking. I had a little pre-98 Bubba Kush, not bad, and then some Circa 97 uh, Dutch Treat. So here, you, you, let me just real quick take a look at that. I mean, that is some pretty looking buds, I'll tell you what. Uh, so yeah, definitely check that stuff out, stuffstonerslike.com. And search for Matt Lee, you'll find a whole bunch of these weed reviews. So, uh, let's see what else. There was something else. Oh, yeah, I thought this was kind of interesting, kind of like what Washington's doing, getting rid of medical, switching all recreational. Um, maybe not because of recreational here in Massachusetts' uh, particular case, but n not, not maybe going to happen uh, medical. They say for states, the big impetus of legalization is the added revenue. Of course, all the states see, you know, dollar signs uh, in the tax monies that can happen. They use Colorado as an example, which they say in its first full year of statewide legalization generated $699 million in tax revenue, well ahead of the $578 million that was estimated when the year began. Uh, they say for consumers, legalization represents something a bit different. For the recreational customer, it might be a symbol of freedom, but for the medicinal customer, it means to alleviate what can potentially be serious symptoms or side effects of a disease or disorder. It's for this particular reason why medical marijuana support is so much higher among the general population than across the board legalization, right? It's much, much easier to be like, oh, we don't want a bunch of potheads getting high than it is saying, oh, well, we don't want a bunch of cancer patients taking their medicine, right? Like it's, yeah, you're kind of a huge dickhead one way and just, I guess, considered a conservative uh, in the other. So there's that. Uh, one of the biggest problems for Massachusetts medical marijuana industry has been the approval process for medical dispensaries. So again, we see one of the biggest problems being a problem that was created by the, the state itself. So, I mean, that's kind of your guys' we created this long, stringent approval process and nobody can seem to open up a dispensary here. That's weird. The, the system has failed. Huh. Uh, they say currently only 15 licenses have been awarded. Uh, the law originally allowed for 35 medical marijuana dispensaries within the state. A new process is being implemented throughout the state starting June 29th, according to the Department of Public Health, that's expected to solve the technical problems associated with getting a dispensary license in the state. So, who knows? 
They say there's another concern, of course, uh, beyond just getting dispensaries properly licensed, funding the Massachusetts medical marijuana program. Of course, as noted, they said one of its primary allures was the idea that licensing fees from businesses and patients on an annual basis would cover all of the costs that were associated with the program. But, aha, in 2015... Uh, this may not be the case. Even with a $400,000 surplus rolled over from 2014's $3.8 million in revenue and $3.4 million in expenses, a March report from the Department of Health and Human Services suggests that the program will generate just $1.74 million in revenue this year. Uh, comparatively, it'll have expenses of $2.9 million. So, again, kind of a problem that you created. So... I don't, I don't know. I don't know why that's, that's our fault. I mean, not my fault. I don't live there, but it's, you know, can't blame the poor people of Massachusetts. Now they say, why the higher costs? Ah, it primarily has to do with officials underestimating staffing and information technology costs. Weird. You need people to, like, have this as a job. That's so weird. Uh, the end result is the program is expected to have a deficit of 1.17 mil in 2015, and nobody knows where the money will come from. Huh. It's weird. You should sell more pot. So, I don't know. Other states still limping along, uh, trying to trying to figure it out. Uh, I thought this was uh, kind of interesting. You have a gentleman here. He was a, a chef, and he lost his job. He's just this unemployed chef. Uh, he decided he was going to just start making weed cookies and shit and selling them on Craigslist. And apparently what ended up, like, he, he had this, this ad on Craigslist, and you would you would... Send a message, and he'd talk to you for a couple weeks, right? Make sure you're not a cop. You a cop? Not a cop. I just want some weed cookies. And he's like, all right. Two weeks later, right, you can finally, you go to this spot, and he, like, runs out of the bushes with his with his bag of cookies or whatever, or weed, and uh, comes right up to your car. It's like a drive through I mean, very, very efficient, if you ask me. Uh, and then he disappears off into the bushes after the transaction. Uh, apparently, the neighbors were not down with this, and they kept, like, not being uh, in, in, amused by this gentleman leaping out of the bushes with a package, darting out to cars that had parked, and then, you know, back into the bushes. So, of course, nosy neighbors called the cops, called the police commissioner, and uh, asked, hey, you guys aren't doing anything. You guys got some money to blow. Let's do a stakeout. Fuck yeah. Police stakeout. Old school stakeout style. So they did, of course. And they noticed this guy emerged from these bushes when a car rolled up. And uh, they swap packages. So instead of making the arrest, right, they follow the car, of course. They pull the guy over and they're like, hey, what's in the envelope? And the guy's like, weed cookies? What? And they're like, yeah, that's illegal. Uh, but if you tell us, you know, where you got them will we'll go easy on you. So, of course, the guy rolls over. It's like, all right, I'll arrange for another uh, another swap. I'm going to need more cookies. Because, you know, the cops couldn't just do this because they got to get to know him for two weeks. And we don't have that much money to blow, right? We have a little money. We don't have that much money. So they use the guy. Uh, they roll up. The guy jumps out of the bushes. Also, two cops out of the bushes. And boom, busted. Uh, and so <laughs> this is awesome. They, uh, he was very stunned, obviously not expecting cops to bust out of the bushes. He thought he was selling his last five weed cookies. Uh, so they questioned him, right? Kujawa is his name. Uh, they questioned him there. He said he was unemployed from his job as a chef at a well-known West side restaurant and that a close relative taught him how to bake cookies. Thanks. Unlike some chefs who carefully guard their recipes when asked, he uh he told him, I put three to five grams of pot in each cookie, a little more than a pinch, and he charged ten bucks a cookie. Now, <laughs> is it either, okay, it's either a pinch or like an eighth, because three, three to five grams, like, that's an eighth, almost a quarter. That's not a pinch. That's like kind of almost a handful, like, in your baggie. That's, that's three to five grams. <laughs> So I don't I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, he's 23 years old. They gave him permission to search his house, where of course they recovered 25 more grams of marijuana, some scales, a grinder, and packaging materials. Uh, of course, his baking goods, sugar, flour, and eggs were not confiscated. So that's good. 
guess. Um, the best part, actually, of this whole thing is uh, in the comments. Uh, and this one, and uh, like the next story we'll, we'll get into here about Flavor Flav uh, actually getting arrested. Uh, but yeah, these comments, I mean, just, I, I, I can't even... <laughs> besides that's how the cookie crumbles like that pun like there's just so much back and forth about like oh at least he was doing something good and not taking up unemployment and welfare and it's it, uh, i don't know just a mess just a whole a whole mess so uh and then yeah like i mentioned of course uh flavor flav got gotten a little bit of trouble um Weed was in the headline as any time weed it happens to be at it's like wrong place, wrong time for weed. Uh, pretty much whenever that happens, it's going to be put in the headline. Uh, but what what actually happened was he was uh, blowing that whip, doing like seventy in a forty five, kind of drunk maybe, and then he also happened to have some weed. Um, but I do want to give a huge shout out to Flavor Flav's mugshot here. Because it's pretty much the best thing ever. He's just like, that's you know that's that look where he's like, man, shit, my lawyer's on his way. He's going to have me out of here in a minute. <laughs> he's just like pissed, like, man, motherfucking cops blew my buzz and shit. Motherfucking pigs. You know that's what he's saying. So, Flavor Flav, 56 years old, 73 and a 45, just drunk. Well, allegedly. We're not sure yet. Test results will be back shortly. So, all right. I think that's going to do it. Hotboxpodcast.com. Of course, check out the site and the show notes for links to the Indiegogo campaign for The Rise, Custom Vaporizer by Lifted Industry. Uh, they're right here out of Seattle, so definitely check that out. Uh, they got 12 more days to go, so let's see if we can get them a little more money. I definitely want one of these, so uh, get the $79 one. You'll get all three and the battery and a cool case and all that, so... Uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And then, uh, yeah, check us out. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, all that fun stuff. And weed reviews, tons of weed reviews, stuffstonerslike.com. Make sure to check that out. Uh, write us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook page. Got a super secret community. If you want to join that, get a hold of me or uh, our homeboy Bob, and we'll get you in there. Uh, you can hear some new tracks. I got five done now. Uh, some new hip-hop working on, some mock beats, some Bob Deep beats, Mark beats, all that fun stuff. So... Uh, you can only hear those in that group right now because it's work in progress. So, all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Hotboxpodcast.com. Have a great week. If you like you weed, like this weed, is where, this is where you, you need, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to Hotbox Podcast. Thank you for listening to Hotbox Podcast.